Bank of England chief economist says there's still some work to do fighting inflation. Business live. Graham Weirden. A development in the battle to own the Telegraph newspapers. Exclusive, the Barclay family has tabled a blockbuster £1 billion bid financed by Abu Dhabi investors in an attempt to regain control of the Daily Telegraph and its Sunday sister paper, an offer they believe will derail rival suitors' hopes of buying them. HTTPS forward slash forward slash slash XLVW7HOMG, HTTPS colon slash slash T.CO slash XLVW7HOMG. Support the Guardian. Fiercely independent journalism shapes a fairer world. At The Guardian, we have no billionaire owner, so we're free to report rigorously on world events, never manipulated or silenced by outside influence. This live blog is no different and is a great way to understand every single minute of a story as it unfolds. We've been publishing our live blogs for more than two decades, covering huge political moments, conflict and war, natural disasters, sports matches, and so much more. And they have been read by millions, because we keep Guardian journalism open and free for everyone. We all deserve to read trustworthy information to better understand our world's people, power, and politics. But to fund this vital work, we rely on the generosity of readers who are in a position to pay for news. If you can, please support us on a monthly basis from just $2. It takes less than a minute to set up. Thank you. 27M ago 06.32 EDT HTTPS slash slash www the guardian com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block DFEF EBDDF sharp block DFEF EBDDF. More households struggling to pay energy bills. Household energy debt has hit a five year high of £216 ahead of the winter, according to a survey. The poll, by comparison site Uswitch, also shows the number of homes already owing money to their provider up 11% on last year, even before the winter weather hits. The average household debt is up 13% on the £190 seen at this time last year, while the number of homes that owe money to their supplier has risen from 2,800,000 to 3,200,000. More than 9 million households have no energy credit going into winter when they should ideally have built up a balance to cover the higher costs of heating over the colder months, the survey suggests. 32M ago 06.28 EDT, HTTPS slash slash www the guardian com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block DFFDBC hashtag block DFFDBC. Asked if the Bank of England has credibility to bring down inflation, Hupil insists the central bank is committed to bringing CPI down to 2%. Pill says the Ukraine war has been the big shock pushing up inflation, and that threat wasn't something he was briefed about when he joined the bank in September 2021. He says, That was a shock. Covid was also a shock. They were big shocks. So as monetary policy works with a lag of around 18 months to two years, it's not feasible to argue that the bank could have prevented the spike in inflation, Pill argues. He then reiterates that the bank can't be complacent and has work to do. 
53M ago 06.07 EDT HTTPS slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block da 6 fdb hashtag block da 6 fdb Question so, if current events in the Middle East pushed up the oil price, would the Bank of England take action or look through that? Pills says the bank will look at shocks to the economy, be it shocks to the labor market or the oil price, and add them to its forecasting models. The key question is what impact would such shocks have on persistent inflation pressures? Pill explains. Is an oil price at $150 per barrel, as we have seen in the past, going to raise petrol prices? Does it imply another cost-of-living squeeze, and does that change pricing and wage-setting behavior in a way that is self-sustaining? 1H ago 06.03 EDT, https slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block DFE BDC sharp block DFE BDC. Pill, we'd have to act if UK hit by another shock. Who Pill is then asked about his recent argument that interest rates should follow a table mountain profile remaining at their peak for some time rather than rising and falling sharply like the Matterhorn. Question, how likely is that central bankers can stick to their guns or will something catch you out? Pill explains that he gave his table mountain analogy during his speech in Cape Town when the mountain was shrouded in cloud. That also sums up the view from the bank, he suggests, saying. One thing that has been confirmed to me during my time on the Monetary Policy Committee is that we do not know what the future holds. If we were to be hit by another persistent shock, of course, monetary policy and other actors in the economy will have to respond to that. Pill also argues that the persistent inflationary pressures within the UK economy need to be met by a persistent monetary policy response. 1H ago 05.35 EDT, HTTPS slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block DFB hashtag block DFB. Hupil then warns that it would be a mistake to declare victory in the battle against rising prices too early just because inflation rates have slowed. The Bose chief economist says. It is important that we do not declare victory prematurely just because movements which are relatively mechanical in headline inflation are working their way through. Pill also cautioned that market expectations for future inflation expectations showed the bow could not be complacent. 2H ago 05.27 EDT, HTTPS slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block DCF FDBF hashtag block DCF FDBF. Who pill? Says recent official wage growth of over 8% per year has been very high. That looks increasingly like an outlier, he warns. But another economic gauge, KPMG slash Rex Jobs Survey, shows a slowdown in wage growth for new hires. That seems to be an outlier in the other direction, Pill says, suggesting a cooling in pay inflation. The key for the bank's policymakers, he adds, is what wage growth is in the medium term. 
Pill, we're focused on persistent component of inflation. Who Pill then explains that the Bank of England needs to see evidence that the persistent component of inflation is falling. This is the parts of inflation that will still be there in 18 months or two years when the impact of the bank's interest rate increases have been fully felt, he says. He points out that the rise in natural gas prices drove up inflation, while recent falls have helped to bring the headline rate down again. Pill says the bank has done a lot, raising interest rates by over 5 percentage points, from 0.1% in autumn 2021 to 5.25% at present. Question, so, are you preparing the markets and the public for possible tough action ahead? Pill says it depends what you mean by tough action. But he reiterates that the key issue is the persistent component of inflation, which is associated with domestic pricing decisions, domestic cost dynamics and domestic wage-setting behavior. In other words, the extent to which firms raise prices and workers achieve pay rises to protect them from inflation. Pill says, Will that unwind on its own accord, as we've seen with the reversal of gas prices? History would tell you that's less likely to reverse on its own accord, or if it does it will be a slower process. 2h ago 05.03 edt https slash slash www the guardian com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility israel hamas war oil business live page equals with block cfdfbff hashtag block cfdfbff bose pill more work needed to bring inflation to two percent the chief economist of the bank of england is warning this morning that the bow has more work to do to meet its inflation target Who? Pill. Is speaking at an event organized by the think tank. OMFIF. The official monetary and financial institutions forum. And he begins by insisting that the BOE is committed to achieving its mandate to bring UK inflation to 2%. HTTPS colon slash slash www.bankofengland.co.uk slash monetary dash policy slash inflation hash sign colon tilde colon text equal sign the percent sign 20 government percent sign 20 sets percent sign 20 as percent sign 20 a comma people percent sign 20 to percent sign 20 planned percent sign 20 their percent sign 20 spending. UK inflation was 6.7% in August, we get September's reading on Wednesday, which Pill points out is still well above the bank's target. And although headline inflation has fallen from the 40-year highs seen last autumn, Pill hints that the bank may take further action to bring it sustainably to 2%. He tells his audience, We still have some work to do, in order to get back to 2%. And we probably have some work to do, to ensure that when we get back to 2% we do so in a way that is sustainable through time. The fact headline inflation is now falling is certainly not sufficient for us to be able to say that the job is done. Pill. Ads. 
ahead of the at Bank of England's Monetary Policy Committee meeting in November, chief economist Hupil will discuss the current economic situation and monetary policy implementation in the UK today at 9:30 British Summer Time. Watch live here, https forward slash forward slash slash lhcvaclfwq, https colon slash slash t.co slash lhcvaclfwq. Updated at 5.04 EDT. 3H ago 04.26 EDT, https slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash shock slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block CFFAFFBFC hashtag block CFFAFFBFC. European stocks in the red. After a positive start, European stock markets have now turned south. The Pan European Stocks. 600. Index is down 0.35% with Germany's DAX and France's CAC, both losing 0.5%. The FTSE 100 is now flat in London. Market sentiment remains under pressure, reports. Pierre Verret, technical analyst at Active Trades, who adds, risk aversion still seems to prevail as investors wait for further geopolitical developments in the Middle East, hoping the military conflict will not escalate further or directly involve other nations. Updated at 4.29 EDT. 3H ago 04.12 EDT, https slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash shock slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with blocks FBFBFB hashtag blocks FBFBFB. European government bond yields are rising this morning as traders consider how long inflation will remain high. Germany's 10-year bond yield, the benchmark for the euro area, has gained 4.5 basis points, BPS, to 2.78%. Yields measure the rate of return on the bond and rise when price fall. Over the weekend, Joachim Nagel, the head of Germany's Bundesbank, warned that the European Central Bank can't declare that its fight against inflation is over just yet. Nagel, a member of the ECB's governing council, said the ECB will make sure interest rates are sufficiently high for sufficiently long, adding. The inflation beast has to be tamed. 3H ago 03.58 EDT, https slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash shock slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block CECFBFA3 hashtag block CECFBFA3. UK house prices rise at slowest post-summer rate since 2008 crash. There are fresh signs today that the UK's housing market is cooling under the weight of high interest rates. Rightmove has reported that asking prices are rising by the weakest amount for this time of year since the 2008 financial crisis. The average new asking price rose by 0.5% in the month to October 7, the £368,231, its data shows. However, the price of houses being sold dropped by 0.8% in the 12 months to early October, with the number of agreed house sales down by 17%. Here's the full story.
UK house prices rise at slowest post-summer rate since 2008 crash. Read more. Victoria Scholar. Head of Investment at. Interactive Investor. Says. 14 consecutive rate increases from the Bank of England have taken their toll on mortgage appetite and house prices while sellers are less incentivized to list their properties online. The shortage of available housing supply and sky-high rental costs means that the number of buyer inquiries per listed property remains elevated at 8% above pre-COVID levels. Realization dawns on sellers that this isn't the MKT to be overly greedy listing their properties at the lowest pricing, 0.5%, in October 23 since 08, making the average asking price £368,231. Leaving any unrealistic wiggle room that could be at the detriment to a sale at rightmove pick.twitter.com slash opkl201eu https colon slash slash t.co slash opkl201eu Realization dawns on sellers that this isn't the MKT to be overly greedy. Newly listed properties inc. at the lowest price, 0.5%, for October since 08, making the average asking price in October 23rd £368,231 at rightmove, pick.twitter.com slash wgqgadl6kd, https colon slash slash t.co slash wgqg80l6kd. Updated at 6.11 EDT. 3H ago 03.49 EDT, HTTPS slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash shock slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block CFEBDD hashtag block CFEBDD. Polish stocks and Zloty rally after exit poll. Over in Poland, shares are rallying after an exit poll suggested a coalition of opposition parties could be heading to power after last weekend's election. The poll suggested the ruling Law and Justice, Peace, party had won the most votes, but that a combined opposition coalition led by former Prime Minister and European Council President Donald Tusk could form the next government. Tusk was quick to declare victory last night, claiming, It's the end of the evil times, it's the end of the peace rule, we made it. Poland exit polls, Donald Tusk claims victory based on coalition hopes. Read more. Poland's WIG20 equity index jumped as much as 4.9% before settling 2.6% higher. The Zloty has also strengthened on the foreign exchange markets. Polish Zloty likes the exit polls. 1.5% stronger in very early trade. Pick.twitter.com slash bseqsmxosi, https colon slash slash t.co slash bseqsmxosi. Bartosz Sawicki, Market Analyst at Conatoxia Fintech Explains why the markets like the sound of a Tusk win Forming a pro-European government that would prioritize the rapid unlocking of funding for the National Recovery Plan worth €35 billion Euros would reduce the political risk premium the weak growth of Poland's main trading partners and the gradual recovery of consumption point to an inevitable shrinking of the current account surplus. An increased flow of EU funds would help the economy regain traction and cement a favorable balance of payments dynamics. A rapprochement with Brussels would be undeniable, but a potential presidential veto could hamper a breakthrough in reforming the judiciary system. 
for Ichigo 03.19 EDT, HTTPS slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block CFDBA hashtag block CFDBA. Larry Elliott The similarities between 1973, the year of the Yom Kippur War, and 2023 are not exact. Our economics editor Larry Elliott writes, He cautions, though, that the idea that the world could again be on the brink of something nasty is inescapable. Having spent last week in Marrakesh with the International Monetary Fund and top finance ministers and economists, Larry warns, It would be wrong to say that the IMF, the World Bank and the rich countries that dominate them are not worried. They are. The problem is they are not nearly worried enough. Here's the full piece. Rich nations, the IMF and World Bank are worried about the Israel-Hamas war, but not nearly enough, Larry Elliott. Read more. Updated at 3.29 EDT. For Ichigo 03.08 EDT, HTTPS slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block CDB FDB hashtag block CDB FDB. European stock markets have opened a little higher, with the pan-European stocks 600 index rising 0.3% at the open. The FTSE 100 index has gained 21 points, or 0.3%, to 76.21. Susanna Streeter, Head of Money and Markets at Hargreaves Lansdowne, says investors are in a defensive mood. As risk-off sentiment has been spreading, investors have been seeking more defensive positions amid fears of conflict escalating in the Middle East. The FTSE 100 looks set to benefit from higher energy prices with oil and gas prices dipping back but remaining at elevated levels, having jumped sharply over supply concerns. Investors are braced for volatility ahead amid fears that Hezbollah militants could attack Israel over its operations in Gaza as forces ready for invasion. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has been on a whistle-stop tour of countries around the Middle East, stressing that all leaders want to see the conflict contained, but there is clearly still concern about the risks of contagion. Although gold prices have dipped back a little, they remain a near-month-long highs, demonstrating the desire for safe haven assets. The Israeli Prime Minister's vow to demolish Hamas is also helping keep the dollar strong, as investors desert riskier positions. For Ichigo 02.58 EDT, HTTPS slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block CDADF FDBF hashtag block CDADF FDBF. There are a few potential pressure points which the markets are sensitive to, reports. Kyle Rada, Senior Financial Market Analyst at Capital.com He suggests three potential scenarios which would escalate the conflict and cause volatility in the markets. A potential ground invasion. Volatility on Friday was set off by news that Israel is amassing troops on the border in preparation for a possible ground attack. There is uncertainty about whether this is a credible threat or if it represents posturing. 
On top of that, the scale and strategic intent of such an attack are unclear. Any attack would mark a significant escalation, which could prolong this major flare-up in tensions between Hamas and Israel. The involvement of Iran An unanswered question is still to what extent Iran supported and enabled the attack on Israel last weekend. The latest intelligence suggests that the Iranian regime was aware of an upcoming attack several months ago. However, there's a lack of credible public information regarding whether Iran provided resources, participated in planning, or even directly participated in the attack above and beyond their typical support for Hamas. If Iran is fingered, it raises the odds of more significant financial and trade sanctions, worse, it could spark military retaliation from Israel, which could embroil other actors. Conflict on Israel's northern border Israel's other adversaries may be emboldened by last week's attack and look to take advantage of a weakened and distracted Israel. In particular, there have been reports of heightened activity around Israel's border with Lebanon, with fears Hezbollah, in particular, could attempt to escalate its conflict with the country. Such an event would also raise the risk of broader regional hostility that draws in allies and adversaries on both sides. Updated at 3.08 EDT. For Ichigo 02.50 EDT, https slash slash www.theguardian.com slash business slash live slash slash ox slash slash global markets brace volatility Israel Hamas war oil business live page equals with block ccdfdb hashtag block ccdfdb. Introduction, global markets brace for more volatility amid Israel conflict. Good morning, and welcome to our rolling coverage of business, the financial markets and the world economy. Concerns over further escalation in the Middle East are keeping investors cautious, more than a week after Hamas's devastating attack on Israel, https colon slash slash www.theguardian.com slash common tis free slash 2023 slash op slash 08 slash Hamas dash offensive dash Israel dash west dash bank dash guerrilla dash movement dash Gaza. Global markets are bracing for more volatility, as Israel prepares for a likely ground offensive into Gaza, and hundreds of thousands of Gazans move to the southern part of the Gaza Strip. Israel-Hamas war live, Egypt-Gaza crossing set to open for aid, says Blinken, 24 hours more fuel at Gaza hospitals, says UN. Read more. Fears that the Israel-Hamas war will develop into a regional conflict have pushed up energy prices over the last week. Brent crude oil is trading over $90 per barrel this morning, up from $85 per barrel on October 6, the day before Hamas's attack. HTTPS colon slash slash www.theguardian.com slash world slash 2023 slash ox slash 07 slash Hamas dash launches dash surprise dash attack dash on dash Israel dash is dash Palestinian dash gunman dash reported dash in dash south. Oil has climbed on concerns of supply disruptions, with Israel having temporarily closed its Tamar gas field last week. Chris Weston Head of Research at Pepperstone Explains The focus has been rerouting that gas from the Leviathan gas fields in the north of Israel, if the market feels this gas field could be impacted then could see a spike in EU natural gas. Many energy experts see the risk of a supply event here as fairly low, but should developments escalate on various fronts, then the market will increase the possibility of a disruption. 
Hashtag Brent crude has touched the $90 BBL mark. This is not a good sign for markets as it significantly affects the global economy and creates uncertainty regarding the hashtag Israel-Palestine war. Expect hashtag markets to remain flat or red if this scenario continues hashtag stock market hashtag oil hashtag breaking. Pick.twitter.com slash SK09WKGV3 HTTPS colon slash slash T.CO slash SK09WKGV3 Most Asia-Pacific stock markets have fallen today, as risk sentiment is hit by concerns over the Israel-Hamas war. Japan's Nikkei has lost over 2%, while China's CSI 300 Index is down 1.1%, and South Korea's Kospi 200 is 0.7% lower. Asia-Pac stocks begin negative as attention remains on the Israel-Hamas conflict which threatens to spill over to neighbors in the region, ASX 200, minus 0.2%, Nikkei 225, minus 1.4%, Kospi, minus 0.3%. Reports that the U.S. is planning to tighten sweeping measures to restrict China's access to advanced semiconductors and chip-making gear are also hitting shares in Asia. Traders are edgy, rather than panicking, about the situation in the Middle East, noting that, the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, said yesterday, that Arab states have a determination that the conflict do not spread. There are also reports that American and Israeli officials are discussing the possibility of a visit to Israel soon by U.S. President Joe Biden. Jim Reed Strategist at Deutsche Bank says, in the overnight session there has been some relief that a ground offensive hasn't begun yet in Gaza and that diplomatic channels seems to be open for now. President Biden is considering a trip to Israel in the next week which will be an important event. John Vellis, foreign exchange and macro strategist at Investment Bank. BNY Mellon predicts geopolitical tensions will push up the U.S. dollar, telling clients. Given rising geopolitical risk in the Middle East, we see the dollar's safe haven bid returning and so sideline our more fundamental-based reservations about limited dollar upside. Global markets watch for fallout amid Israel-Hamas war AS Middle East tensions rise, https colon slash slash t.co slash phjsgmunst, pic.twitter.com slash qr0vic4yy, https colon slash slash t.co slash qr0vc4yy. Also coming up today. European finance ministers will discuss the economic outlook when they meet for a Eurogroup meeting today. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is expected to attend, too. Sam Woods, Deputy Governor of Prudential Regulation at the Bank of England, will speak at the City Banquet at London's Mansion House. The Agenda 9 a.m. British Summertime, Italian Inflation Report for September 9.30 a.m. British Summertime, Bank of England Chief Economist Who Pills speaks about the, the current economic outlook. Today, Eurozone finance ministers hold a Eurogroup meeting. 
9.10 p.m. British Summer Time, Sam Woods, CEO of the Prudential Regulation Authority, gives speech at the City Banquet, Mansion House.